I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Well, surprise. Said we wouldn't be doing an episode this week, but I just happened to have a few extra minutes So I'm going to do something super short here on two things that I just had to share. Unfortunately, Captain Influence could not join me. He had some prior engagements. So this is the first solo episode of The Real Brian Show I've done in a really long time, but it's going to be super short. Like I said, one, got to share a piece of encouragement. And the other is something I just recently heard that got me thinking. It'll get you thinking. And the question is this, are you captivating? And I'm going to share why you should be captivating. Let's rock it. All right, well, normally we'd have some, you know, crazy quip here and, and I don't know, maybe Consuela would show up and no, 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 and no. Now, here's the thing, though. Is it considered talking to myself if I'm, yes, considered talking to yourself? You need lemon pledge in your drink. I mean, is that considered talking to myself? I forget it. Just forget it, okay? I'm real, Brian. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. So... As I mentioned here, this is going to be a very short episode, but I wanted to get to this because it's one of those things that I had to share. I'm going to get this out. It's just one of those things that I heard that I went, you know what? This is going to be very valuable for all of us to think about. But first, let me share this crazy little piece of encouragement that I wanted to share. I mentioned last week that my granddad passed. It's, you know, it's been a challenge, of course. It's been a challenge for everybody. It's sad to see him go. You know, but we're trying to remember some of the the good things. He was going to be 91 next month, so he lived a full life. One thing that happened, I mentioned last week too, I haven't played the piano in a while, and I think it's actually been at least five years, maybe a little bit longer than that. I explained why last episode too, so if you haven't heard that story, go listen to last week's episode, and you'll hear why I stopped playing the piano, but I was asked to play the piano for the funeral, and I'll be completely honest, I was super nervous, <laughs> and I, I'm one of those people that loves to perform. I love getting up on the piano and playing for people. This was a stressful situation for me because I didn't, you know, I haven't played in a while. So I'm like, man, I'm going to be a little rusty. This is going to suck. What am I going to do? I was extremely pleasantly surprised that sitting down at the piano, it was like riding a bike. I didn't forget anything really. Sure. A little rusty fingers, you know, the, the muscles and the finger memory, muscle memory, all that good stuff weren't entirely up to par. It did not feel like it had been five years. Let's just put it that way. So that was a huge blessing. But then I started playing. And the craziest things started happening. I had fun. I enjoyed myself. I have not had that level of joy and peace and tranquility and, you know, being in the moment, essentially playing the piano for at least 10 years. It just was one of those things where playing the piano for me was was annoying. It was frustrating. It was, you know, like a job, stuff like that. And so this was so refreshing to be able to sit down and just be like, man, I'm, I'm in the moment again. And I lost track of time. It was so cool. So I wanted to share that because one, that's an extremely encouraging thing for me as a, as a musician and playing the piano again. And for those of you who knew my piano, that's, I know very exciting for you as well, but also I wanted to share that as, as a reminder that 
you know, there can be blessings and positives from painful situations or, you know, in this situation, I've resurrected my piano. So technically there's quote life from death. So I wanted that to be a reminder. A lot of us are struggling, dealing with crap. And I I think it's a good reminder for us to be like, you know what? Let's, let's look for what can come of it if we're willing. Now, the other thing, as I mentioned last week, took a risk by mentioning that, you know, I, I lost quite a few of my clients last week. It was a crazy mass exodus. And, and let, let me be fair about this one, too. These people were all in the same industry related. They all merged together. They all became, you know, the same thing. And so when they make the decision to go find someone cheaper, well, they all go. I wanted to be fair about that. It wasn't like, you know, I was losing all these crazy clients from all over the place. It was a one group that just happened to have a lot of podcasts. So obviously a huge hit to me. But at the same time, what's the thing I'm looking for? okay, what kind of a blessing can come from this? What door can be open now that things have changed, essentially? That's hard to do (laughs) when you have that kind of news, right? Especially in the same week, two days after I'd notified them that my granddad died and they're like, oh my gosh, so sorry. And then two days later, by the way, we're leaving. You're just like, wow, that was bad timing. That's another lesson, by the way, too. You know, somebody tells you something bad in life, don't hit them with something, you know, within a couple of days. Come on. I wanted to look for what can be positive from this. So I just recently heard something and it actually, the original quote comes from Jim Rohn, who is a a great entrepreneurial business coach kind of thing. You know, he's, he's one of those wise people. He's done a lot and he said something in there and it was basically in the essence of now this is for business people, by the way, I should say this. He, he was a business coach, entrepreneurial coach. So yes, it's, primarily designed to coach entrepreneurs, content creators, etc. However, don't worry, I'm going to share how this impacts you on a personal level for those of you who aren't in business in that sense and thinking, well, why should I care, Brian? But I am going to tell you how this impacts you personally as well and why you should care about this. So the quote went something along the lines of this. If you are interesting in business, then, you know, people are going to say, oh, okay, well, tell me about your services and, you know, tell me what you have to offer your, your products or whatever. But they're very likely going to start comparing you to the other competition out there. They're going to look at, you know, what your pricing is, and then they're going to start shopping based on price, based on, you know, what the other people have to offer. Eventually, guess what? You're in a huge competition with everyone else because you are only interesting versus, and I think he used the word fascinating, but I'm going to use captivating because I personally like captivating better than fascinating versus captivating. If you are captivating with your business and what you have to offer, then they have to have you regardless of your price, regardless of the competition. They have to have you and they cannot imagine not working with you. And first of all, I heard this and I just went, wow, that maybe that was what was happening with my clients is that I was only interesting to them because they went with someone cheaper. I edit and I produce podcasts. This, this is what I was doing for, for various clients. And I know a lot of the producers out there. There are some phenomenal producers. And then there's a lot of not so phenomenal producers yeah, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just saying, you know, I've got 20 plus years of experience. I was trained in radio and then I was also additionally trained by, well, friend of mine, but also one of the best producers in the podcast industry as well. So I have a lot of experience and a lot of excellent training behind my belt that most people don't have. So when a company charges a lot less, there is usually a reason that they're charging a lot less. So they went after a company that was cheaper because here's my theory. I didn't captivate them. Otherwise, I think they would have stayed with me and said, well, we can't go with anyone else because we got to have you. 
And that's fair because if I look at it this way, I am a dang good editor and producer, but my passion lies getting behind the microphone. I enjoy producing and editing. I enjoy being able to do it for other people and offering that service. I mean, honestly, if you were to say, Brian, if, if you had, you know, all the money in the world and whatever, I want to be a talk show host. I want to do what I do right now. I want to get behind the microphone. That's my passion. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't captivating them. So now what? How do I captivate from here? So take it even a little bit further. Let's just forget about the business side of things. Think about, especially in 2019, think about where we're at. There are so many things, so many things clamoring for our attention. I mean, think about the amount of movies that are coming out today, the amount of TV shows. I mean, how many times have we talked about you're sitting there and just like scrolling through Netflix? (laughs) So many options, so much music coming out, especially with stuff like Spotify. You know, you don't need just the top 40 anymore. There's so many books to read, video games to play, you know, sports to, there's so much, so many options. Think about it in your perspective as a consumer. What are you being captivated by or who are you being captivated by? Because I guarantee things are captivating you or else you wouldn't be consuming them. We've talked about this on the show as well. Well, I'll say, yeah, I should go back and watch Arrow and Flash and stuff like that. Well, I haven't because... I mean, this season I've heard Arrow's a lot better, so to be fair. But last season, I was not captivated by Arrow and Flash anymore. I have, on the other hand, been captivated by, you know, additional shows like I was with Titans and, well, last season of Warville. I have not heard good things about this season, but I promise I'll watch some episodes and get you a review next week. So there you go. You know, like we are being captivated by things and by people all of the time. And we also captivate people or we don't. Think about it with podcasts. I'll use mine as an example. There are some of you who say, I have got to listen to the real Brian show when it comes out. I'm so excited. You know, my life is not complete without it. No, maybe there's none of you saying that. I don't know. (laughs) And then there's others that are like, "Eh, it's a pretty cool show. You know, yeah, he's pretty cool. But, uh, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it, if I get to it, because I got other things that captivate me more. That's fair. That's the way it's going to be. My job with this show is to captivate you or else. What's the point, really? So for you podcasters and content creators, you need to do that. You need to captivate other people. But again, going back to a personal standpoint, you've got reasons to get people's attention and to be captivating. And some of you are probably thinking, dude, I don't need to captivate anyone. Who cares? I don't care if I get people's attention. Oh, trust me. There's always going to be a time where you need to captivate someone at some point. There's always going to be some situation in your life where you're going to need to do that. I have a friend, I'm not going to mention names, and he actually has said stuff like that. He's the funniest. He's an introvert. He's very, you know, analytical mind and everything. Great guy, by the way. But he has said, I don't care. I don't need to captivate. I'm happy when I'm home. I could sit in my house by myself alone for a month and not even realize that I've been alone for a month. Well, introverts, you totally get that. I'd commit suicide. So, <laughs> Not a good idea. I could not do that. There is an essence to him that really truly doesn't care about that. And yet there are times when he absolutely must captivate. He's a father. If he doesn't captivate his children, well, how does he parent them? He's also a leader. If he doesn't captivate in his leadership, is anybody going to listen to him or care what he has to say or be you know empowered to do what they need to do? Of course not. And this is a volunteer thing too. So I'm not even talking work. I'm just talking in his personal life. 
But think about it in this sense too: having friends and relationships. If you don't captivate people in friendships and relationships, well, I mean, I hate to say this, but you're probably not going to have a lot of friends. And I mean, I know that sounds super shallow, but it is very true. You've got to, we all have to give each other value in some way or else we're just a bunch of takers. If you really want good friendships, you got to captivate them somehow. And by the way, captivating isn't just wowing them. Like that's also giving your friend some value of some way. You know, maybe you're there for them. Maybe you're a good listener. Maybe you get together with them when no one else will. I don't know, you know, whatever it is, right? But there's got to be some type of value that you're giving in your friendship or a relationship. Guys, single guys, you're thinking like, dude, I want a woman, right? Okay. Got to captivate her. <laughs> you got to do it or else there's other fish in the sea, man. I'm saying all of this in a very personal way as well. Yes, it was designed from a business perspective. It's got me thinking from a business perspective, but more specifically, even with this show, am I captivating you well enough? You don't have to be extroverted to be captivating too. That's the other thing I want to share because I guarantee that's one of the things you're going, well, Brian, you're an extrovert and you know what? Yeah, that's great and all, but whatever. Introverts, I know some phenomenal introverts who are extremely captivating in their own right and in their own personality and in their own energy level as well. Are you a captivating person? And if not, well, I hopefully I've told you why you should be captivating in some way or another. I'll give you one last example. I've got two cousins, both twins, who really tell great stories. And when they tell stories, everyone is leaning forward, eyes wide. They're just captivated by these stories. And everyone wants to know what's going to happen next. How did this go on? What? What's, oh my gosh, this is amazing, you know? Versus somebody who's telling a story and you're just like, uh, cool story, bro. When is this going to end? <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, it's got me thinking. I wanted to share that. I was so excited about it that I was like, you know, I'm just going to pass on what I just learned really quickly. And this is also me kind of processing through it as well. So hopefully, hopefully there's some value for you there. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this one too. Really. I mean, if you're one of those people that it's like, oh, this is a great idea. I need to do this. Let's get chatting in our Slack group. I will post the Slack group in the show notes, the links at the bottom. So go there. It'll be realbryanshow.com slash 146. That's the you know episode 146. So go there, click on the Slack group, get involved. All you have to do is sign up for a free account, join in, and let's have a discussion on this one because I'd be very curious to know if you're a captivating person or not or, or if you even care about it. You may be like, I really honestly don't care. I have no desire to captivate anyone. I doubt that's true though. And again, this is not just for selfish reasons. You know, if I captivate you on this show, you are getting better value. Yeah, sure. Does it benefit me? Of course. But if I'm not captivating you, then, you know, eh, it's a nice show. Eh, whatever. Well, then I'm not doing my job. So we all have reasons to captivate people. But anyway, that's all I've got. So thanks so much for joining me. I hope this was a fun little short episode just to throw that stuff out. Hopefully it was encouraging. Now, if you like the real Brian show, I've talked about this in the last couple of episodes about, you know, joining the team and jumping on our Patreon page and consider supporting The Real Brian Show on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Show. Check it out. Please consider supporting it. It would really be a big help right now. At the very least, at the very least, subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. Share the show with a friend. Tell your friends and your family about The Real Brian Show. Let's keep rocking this community. Let's have a really, really good time, and I appreciate you listening. I always do. It's, it's Honestly, I wouldn't be doing this if you weren't listening to the show, so thank you. You know what the music means. Have an amazing week. 
back with a full-length episode next week. And we're going to have a good time. So, again, go to the, the show notes, realbryanshow.com, and it's specifically realbryanshow.com slash 146. All the links in there. And you can see my amazing job at the blog posts because, you know, Miss Ice left. So, actually, it's really not that good. But <laughs> All right. Get out there and captivate people. Real Brian Show signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.